You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Well, who saw this one coming? The Bills go to New England, they're massive favorites, and they lay an egg, quite frankly. They fall to the Patriots 29-25. The Patriots had not scored more than 20 points in a game all season. They scored 29 on the Bills, once again offensively, They were super flat out of the gate, had only three points in the first half. There were some late-game heroics from Josh Allen and company. Defense made one big play, but then when it was time to try and stop the Patriots from marching down the fields, they could not, and the Bills are now 4-3 and on the season. So, Sal, you just got back. I should probably introduce us, Sal Capaccio, WGR, (laughs) Matt Bovey, WKBW. What did you make of this one? What a a weird game. What I made of it was... Felt to me like a drought era game against the Patriots. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like when you'd go to New England and things just wouldn't go your way, or you'd, and you'd keep it close, and you're there the whole game. Ah, oh, yeah, might be might be able to get this one out. And then I even thought, Matt, when the Bills took the lead, I even thought about like, okay, how am I going to how am I going to present this like later, tweet, yeah. talk about it. And one of the things I was thinking was to say exactly what I just said, which is. It felt like a drought era game, but the other team, the reverse, the Bills were the Patriots and the Patriots were the Bills from the drought. Now that didn't happen mm-hmm. that way. But that's how they played. Three points in the first half. This is this is becoming an issue now. It already it's was, but it's now even more. I'm 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 concerned about why where what is happening and why it's happening. Mm-hmm. I still believe they have a very good offense. I still believe they have very talented players and they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I can't put my finger on exactly why. They're only scoring three points a half or no points a half. Last three weeks, three points, zero points, three points in the first half. But I will say that's what happens when you make critical mistakes and they keep making critical mistakes. But why is it happening so early in the game where they cannot seem to find their rhythm and do what they need to do out of the gate? I It's because as the game goes on, they were able to do it again in the fourth quarter. It's yeah. perplexing. Let me ask you this. I think after a game like this, everybody wants to find somebody to point the finger finger at. And I think it's a little bit complicated in this game. I think it's a little complicated in a lot of games, but especially in this one, because I would say in the first half, it was the offense. The offense was not good enough, and they were slow out of the gate. 
In the second half, the offense woke up and the defense sparked them with a big play that allowed them to take the lead. But then ultimately it was the defense on the field to allow that 75-yard drive. So I don't want to simply say it was the offense or it was the defense. I think they got outplayed offensively, defensively, and they got outcoached. I think it was everything. But is there one that maybe stands out more to you? Or do you think? Um, you I, yeah, yeah, I, I do think the offense stands out more. But in the critical moment, the defense failed it, right? They, 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 mm-hmm. they needed to make a stop. They didn't make a stop. But the offense, to me, overall big picture from kickoff to end of the game, the offense is more concerning to me. Because the defense still, you know, they, they had to play a couple short fields because of an interception, because of a punt return, yeah. and they gave up, I mean, they gave up enough yard, what, 370-something, I think, is the total yardage. So it wasn't like they got boat raced. And even, like, the run defense against a team that wanted to run the ball was okay. The Bills gave up, I think, less than 100 yards rushing and four yards of carry, I think, which is fine. I can live with that mm-hmm. all day. I will tell you, though, I really think today was a day we are here on Sunday still, by the way, talking to everybody. <laughs> yeah, they I missed think them. today was a day that they really missed Matt Milano and Ed oh, Oliver, yeah. but especially Matt Milano. I'd even go as far as to say, I think Matt Milano might have actually made the tackle on the screen pass to start the final drive. Yeah, that's that to me. That's that's the difference he can make a play like that. Mm-hmm. I think that. They missed those guys. They missed Daquan Jones. I think that they were not getting any push from their interior line. And I think that that made Mac Jones way too comfortable in the pocket. And that allowed them to kind of pick apart the Bills secondary in a way that they haven't had recently. It did not happen last week with Tyrod. I just think that, you know, the Bills edge rushers didn't splash a ton in this game. They got there a couple times, but I think a big reason why was because there wasn't much help coming from the interior. So so the Patriots were just making sure that they didn't get beat on the edge, and they were basically able to contain that. And Mac Jones looked like an above average to a really good quarterback, and it's the first time all season that he's been able to do that. I, I agree with you that I think the offense is more concerning because it's a trend, but at the same time, I think I'm a little bit more confident that the offense will be able to figure it out, and I'm not super confident the defense will be able to ultimately turn things around. And also, while we're doing this, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if you saw me like stop. I, yeah. Yeah, the Eagles. Watch, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I you're watching the game as well. Okay. I was like, I oh, wow, it's nice I know. Ball. People listening to this probably know what the result is by now anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So I think offensively, You've got Josh Allen. You've got Stefan Diggs. As long as you have those two, I feel like there's a chance you can snap out of this. But defensively, you're already so banged up. And Mac Jones is probably the worst quarterback that you're going to play for the rest of the year. Probably. Yeah, I, 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 I think the injuries, because if you don't start getting – yeah, because of the injuries, you can't replace Matt Milano, and he's not coming back anytime soon. I mean, we don't think he's coming back for the season. Let's see. No. You can't replace Daquan Jones and what he's been able to do. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Lose that Oliver, Tredavious White. Yeah, that's a lot to overcome. You know, I think fans, sometimes I think fans think that many fans, not every fan, of course, they, they should have all pros at every position and including backups. If not, they stink, right? Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe that. But if that's the reality of life. You can't. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And they're hurt right now. And 
they had some injuries going through this game, and those injuries really hurt. Now, your point on Mac Jones is one hundred percent right. They gave them; they could not get a push in the interior, which they've been so good at, which then makes them flush out, and then you could have Bomiller or Greg Rousseau or whatever do that. But I also will give credit to the Patriots. I thought the Patriots had a good game plan. They mitigated some of that. AJ Epinesa said it after the game in the locker room. He said that you know. They got the ball out of his hands quickly. They knew exactly what they wanted to do with it. They were able to do with it. And that's the other team doing things too. You're allowed to do that. That's why they get paid, right? So I, I give them some credit, but I agree that not having those guys hurt much. I would say not having Oliver and Jones hurt much more in the passing yes. defense yeah. run game on defense today. Yeah, they actually did a pretty good job defending the run. I mean, it wasn't great. They gave up a couple big ones, but overall, they did a much better job than I thought. I thought going into this game, the Patriots were going to run the ball like 30 times, and I thought it was going to be Stevenson gets 20, Zeke gets 10, whatever it is, but I mean, Zeke rushed for nine times for 34 yards, 3.8 a carry, and Mm -hmm. Zeke had 11 for 31, so 2.8. I mean, Demario Douglas busted off one for 20 yards, but besides that, they really weren't effective in the run game. They were fine. The thing that struggles, the thing that they've struggled with at times all season and that ultimately hurt them again today were like those screen short passes because they're missing the open field tackles. And that's what happened on the last drive. I mean, Ramadre Stevenson takes that one. I think it was like 35 yards or something. I don't want to hear anything about penalties. I understand that the officiating in the NFL is brutal, but it happens in every game and it happens both ways. Well, I want to hear about penalties for the fact that the bills are committing them. It's ridiculous. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like way, way too much. Not complain about them. No, that's what I mean. I I just don't think I've seen a couple of people say like, well, it should have been a penalty. And I know they threw the flag. And if you look back at the replay, it's pretty close. It could probably go either way. Probably honestly looks like a penalty. But if you freeze any play at any moment, you could probably find a penalty in the NFL. So I think the officiating in the league is a huge problem, but I don't think that's the reason why the Bills lost the game. They should have never been in that position to begin with. And even after giving up the big play, you still had the Patriots at like your 40. And you at the worst, you're talking about going overtime. There's no way you should be letting them get down the field and score a touchdown. No way. It's Mac Jones. Yeah. and um. So much about it. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. You Can know, I say one? Yeah, I say, I'm, I say, I'm at a loss for words. You go ahead. I'm formulating a thought. Go ahead. Them losing is not good, right? Like you, it's you'd rather have this happen and sneak out a win like they did against the Giants. Oh, yeah. But maybe this will be a wake up call, and maybe it did not hit them after the Giants game as hard as it should have. They have some serious flaws that they need to figure out now. I still think that they are a team that gets to the playoffs. And I think if you're a good enough team to get to the playoffs and you get hot at the right time, the NFL is weird. And who knows Absolutely. what's going to happen? I thought about this today after the game because I've thought about all the teams that you know have kind of gone on runs. And besides the Chiefs, the Bengals snuck into the playoffs that year that they went to the Super Bowl and barely won their first game in the playoffs. And it's like, okay, there's something to be said. I know it's not easy for fans. I know it's not easy for the team either. There's something to be said about like a grind to get to the playoffs. I think it does make you a little bit more battle tested when it happens. And I also think there's something to be said. Josh Allen in the second half has been awesome for the last couple weeks. And that's the guy you need to be awesome. So I think there is some optimism there of like, okay, when he needs to lose his mind, he does. But why is it taking them so long to get out of the gate? This is 
I'm concerned, legitimately concerned, but I'm also not at a panic level no. yet. Well, you touched on a few things there, so I'm glad you did. Because you kind of opened the door to where we all should over go the next. place. All right, no, that's okay. Place. You opened the door to where we need to, go, need to go next, which is the offense. I'll give you a great stat. You said it. This is great. I'm glad you brought it up. I I, I did my arrow up, arrow down column, WGR550.com. And one of my arrows up for the game was Josh in the last two minutes, last two drives. Mm-hmm. Well, before the final, final drive. But he was when he when the Bills got the ball down 22 to 10 with less mm-hmm. than eight minutes left. Dude went six for six, got a touchdown. Then they get the ball back. He goes another three for four or two for three for another touchdown. Like, and then he scores mm-hmm. with his legs. He was eight for nine on those two drives yep. with a touchdown running and a touchdown passing. So you're right. The other thing that they did really well there was they went two minute. They went up tempo. And I think there's something to be said for that. Right. So why don't they? So I, I actually asked Dawson Knox about that after the game. And I thought his answer was really interesting. So let's talk about the offense too now. 